community is ground zero for a national catastrophe. Purdue will not move unless we punch hard. This is not our fault. These people want to be addicted. I want top executives to feel some pain. It's crucial they understand we've created the greatest painkiller in the history of human civilization. this the biggest drug in the world. Danny, Jeff in Las Vegas, good afternoon. Hey, how you doing? It's great to meet you. Oh, it's great to meet you too, man. I really enjoyed Dope Sick. I'm about three episodes in. Just so fascinating and, and depressing and sad at the same time. Uh, and it was, I understand the series was inspired by uh, Beth Macy's bestseller. Um, did you feel like a good place to start with the story was the Sackler family and who owns Purdue Pharma? Yeah, I think in many ways, um, Purdue Pharma is the perfect place to start with the story because they're the ones uh, that lied, manipulated, uh, uh, obfuscated, uh, deceived their way into um, selling a highly narcotic, uh, highly addictive narcotic is, is, is practically non-addictive. Uh, you know, this is the company that sparked uh, the opioid crisis. Uh, they didn't just light the match, but they lit the match. They poured gasoline on it over and over and over again for almost two decades. I mean, you know, it's 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 as if they created sort of um, in many ways, um, you know, the con of Oxycontin and the con of that opioids are safer, less addictive than than how they've been uh, throughout the history of time. When in fact, no, these are just addictive opioids like they've always been. Um, so, so yeah, Purdue Pharma, I think is definitely the center of this because they're the ones that caused so much of this destruction and then made billions of dollars doing it. And it seems as if they've gotten away with it. It's, it's a, a truly shocking story. Well, this crisis has many stories to it. Was it challenging weaving multiple stories that took place like over 20 years? Uh, yeah, it was extremely challenging, but it was a central concept of, uh, of the show, right? Which was that. And the goal wasn't to tell one story. So this isn't just about the Sacklers and just about Purdue, uh, but it's about, uh, you know, as much as we can in eight hours, tell the totality of the opioid crisis. So that's why there are all these different stories intertwined. That's why we go to Finch Creek, where we go to this coal mining town and we see uh, victims of Oxycontin and of Purdue Pharma. And then we follow these uh, U.S. attorneys, uh, these prosecutors, as they build a case against Purdue and as we're watching them build a case, we're able to see the evidence of the criminality um, of it. And then we go all the way into the halls of the Justice Department, you know, in the halls of the DEA. And so you're able to show, you know, from the street level um, of, of people suffering from this drug to people at the highest levels of the U.S. government that, that wittingly, unwittingly, um, become enablers of Purdue to, to do what they did as opposed to protecting the public from a company like Purdue. You know, Michael Keaton plays a small town Virginia doctor. He also serves as an executive producer. Was this a personal project for him? Yeah, it was. It was a very personal project for him. He had lost a relative to an overdose. I think it was one of the reasons why he wanted to do the show uh, is that he wanted this story to be told. He wanted to get these facts out there. And it, it definitely was personal to him. Yeah, because uh, I think that's one of the most intriguing things about this series is that it, it affects everyone. Everyone has a story, including myself, you know, multiple stories about people with addiction, about wrongful deaths. And 
Uh, so this crisis has touched everyone. And I just think it's, it's just fascinating that you can trace the beginnings of this to a small town in West Virginia. You know, it's like where I, I think the citizens, there was like prescribed thousands of pills per person. Did it come out to or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a number of towns like that. It was sort of these these towns in Western Virginia and Eastern Kentucky, rural Maine. They were ground zero for for uh, Purdue Pharma's marketing campaign. You know, they specifically targeted these areas because people who worked there had high uh, intensity labor intensive jobs, and so they were getting injured a lot on the job. So that's a what a what a perfect place to go sell your new miracle drug, and it and it started there. Uh, in these in these small towns, uh, and then uh, abuse and addiction started growing in these areas, and then started splintering out um, to the rest of the country. But these areas were certainly ground zero for Purdue's marketing campaigns. And did you have to have any kind of legal concerns when you made the, uh, this mini series? Where did you have a team full of lawyers to make sure what you're saying was correct that you didn't embellish or that you weren't you know bringing any kind of lawsuits? Because some big money's behind this in the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah, no, definitely. This was probably the most combed over uh, project by lawyers I've ever worked on. Um, uh, Hulu had a team of lawyers uh, and um, fact checkers that I would have to go through every script with the fact checker, say, you know, what was what I, you know, what is, uh, you know, a true character? What's a composite character? What's exact dialogue? What is made up dialogue? Did this scene really happen? You know, and then we go through every script um, and then the lawyers would come to me after that process and talk to me about the things they had problems with or were concerned about. And uh, most of the time, um, things they had concerns about, I had really good sourcing for that they hadn't found or that the fact checkers hadn't found. So I would send them the sourcing and then they'd be okay with it if there was sourcing from reputable journalists. Um, and then it, sometimes they weren't okay with it and we'd have a discussion. And sometimes I'd just back down and change it. You know, it, it's, I think that Hulu took a huge risk by um, by doing the show, and I certainly don't want to get them in legal jeopardy. And I want the show to feel um, as factually accurate as a dramatization can be. Uh, so, so I, you know, wasn't they weren't adversaries of mine. Uh, you know, we were all working together to try to do right by the show, but it certainly was an intensive process of, of vetting every single script. Well, the miniseries is Dope Six, streaming on Hulu. Danny Strong, thank you so much. What an incredible series and very eye-opening and very important. And I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm excited for you to see the rest of the season.